Hey everyone, so before we begin this next episode, we just wanted to give a shout out to our podcast host, Anchor. Uh, If you don't know about Anchor, it is actually a free podcasting platform. It is perfect for podcasters of all levels, expert to beginner. We consider ourselves beginners. We don't really know much about podcasting. We just love to talk about momming. Um, But we love Anchor because we can stream to multiple platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, or you can download the Anchor app and listen right on the app. Um, So go ahead and check out Anchor. We are loving it, and it is fantastic to use for beginning podcasts. Hello, hello. We are back, finally, with another episode of Mother Cousins Podcast. We are <laughs> Stephanie and Marissa, and we are Mother Cousins. Yes. And you didn't say hello. Oh. What the hell? You didn't cut me off. Oh, hello. <laughs> it's too late. You missed it. You missed it. We're oh really God, out of this. It's been way too long, and like our kids just like all pitched fits, so oh. we're all just like oh. coming down from that high. Um, so bad. Like, it's so bad. But yours are sleeping. You nailed it. Thank God. Whereas mine are sitting on the couch watching a movie. It is quarter to nine at night. But it's okay. It is okay. No one's crying. We'll so take you, it. You might hear Coco in the background, but. Is it Coco? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look at that. It's Coco. I freaking love that movie. That's a great movie. You know what um, is something, another episode we have to do is, like, mom's small, small business, like, recommendations and gifts. Like, yes. recommendations for gifts for moms and, like. Um, birth birthing people and and chest feeder, like all those different things. So. Yes. Anyway, hundred percent. Just thinking out loud. <laughs> I love it. Um, but tonight we're talking about sick kids, and I want to put a disclaimer: we're talking about like flu, cold, RSV, you know, very uh, top, like basic levels. Yes. Uh, just just everything we've there. dealt with in the past like yeah. three weeks. Yeah. Because uh, it has been rough oh over my here. God. In South Jersey for like, us. How like, long have, since we've, like, seen each other? Oh, my God. It's been weeks. So long. Weeks. It felt like eternity. Because, I mean, guys, we live next door to each other. You should know this by now. But, like, we literally share a fence. And I haven't seen you do in we three weeks. Fence? We do. We do. Are you sure? I, I'm 100% You're positive? Sure. No. Do we share a fence? I-, <laughs> I love her so much. <laughs> no, but, like, every day I pick up her daughter. And I've not been able to do that. I know. Like, between vacations, sickness, and it just, like, it, that, because that because of that, I see it's been you. terrible. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that hasn't happened. I don't get to see you. For at least, like, weeks. a hi, hello, how are you, I love you. Like, oh weeks. Gosh, fucking awful. Yep, it has anyway. been really rough over here in the Weather Hages crew. It's yeah. been really bad. Like, I also really want to do bad. a trigger warning um, because I'm definitely going to be talking about some intrusive thoughts when it comes to... Please <laughs> you don't do it. <laughs> begging to sit on your lap i have this little like chihuahua alien dog it's not an alien stop he's not an alien pepe's Pepe's not a full dog why are you so mean to him he defies gravity stop it maybe he's part cat he has like nine lives he's like gotten millions of concussions like i don't know how he is perfect the way he is you are so mean to this dog Yo, if you don't follow Pepe the Chihuahua on TikTok, what is his name on TikTok? I've only done like two videos. We need to do we need to do that video that I sent you the other day. We need all to right, do a lot. All right, all right. Anyway, we'll look up. We digress. We digress. We're doing that after this podcast. Like we're gonna do that like okay. right now. Okay. I swear to God. That sounds that sounds fabulous. Freaking um, love this dog. He's so cute. It's a dog. It's not an alien. He's a dog. Stephanie is so mean. She doesn't anyway, love him. She doesn't love him. I wanted to trigger warning because if if the idea of intrusive thoughts is, um, you know, I guess triggering or upsetting to you. Like, please just skip through this. Don't listen to this podcast. Um, right on. Or if, like, sickness can kind of trigger you when it comes to children, like, don't use the podcast. All right. So now we're going to start talking about it. Yes. Okay. So here So we- how have the last couple weeks been for you? First of all, how was your vacation? Oh, my God. It, it was fine. Um, <laughs> I don't really want to talk about the vacation, but... Because it was like we saw family too, so mm-hmm. that it, you know, and that can be stressful sometimes. You know, um, going to a place that is a different time zone <laughs> with two toddlers, twenty five months apart, it was really, really, really hard. And there was a lot more rules. It was someone else's place. And it's hard when you're not at home. 
yeah, it, it's hard to be kid-friendly when it's just like, you, you, you don't have that, you know? What was your favorite thing about your vacation, though? Um, I would definitely say one of the best parts was me, like, you know, having these, uh, was it platinum ovaries and, like, taking these kids by myself on this boat. Heck, yeah. Um, it was, it was wonderful. That's the kids awesome. loved it. So, so that wait, was you went nice. on a boat? Yeah, you we just went on a little ferry thing. I didn't tell you like half of this. We didn't oh get to, we haven't gotten a talk. I know. Um, but during it, my son was, my oldest was sick. And that was really scary. Um, God. And I think it was, it was RSV. Oh. But it only lasted like a day and a half, mm-hmm. thankfully. Well, because for the older kids, it's not as, yeah. it's not as bad when it's the older kids. Yeah. But, it, you know, of course, like I'm cold. just like, I'm panicking, mm-hmm. right? Because we're not, we're not in our own home. Or not where our doctors are. I knew mm-hmm. I could get help. Like, it's fine. Like, I felt fine with that. But, like, your kid's throwing up. And I'm that kind of person that's, like, I know I get this from, like, generational trauma. But, like, I'm terrified mm-hmm. of sicknesses. I'm, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's because, like, my mom had breast cancer. I don't know. But, like, mm-hmm. I'm terrified of sicknesses. You know. You're, mm-hmm. you're always just, like, Stephanie, calm down. <laughs> he's going to be okay. And I'm like, no, he's not. He's going to be okay. I have to take him to the hospital. No. No. Here's some wine. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. Give him some Speaking time. Of which, where good. is your wine? Why am I the only one drinking here? I know. Where is uh, your I beverage? Like, I actually have this like Coke right We now. haven't done a time to wine yet. I don't have any wine do in the house. What do you have? Get something. It's okay. Oh my God. Um, so I know we do, we do need our time to wine. We for really sure. do. I need to buy some wine. Because I need to wine like in every sense of the yeah. word. But anyway, I'm glad you got on a boat by yourself. Like yeah. that's freaking awesome. I, I was with the kids by myself while Eric was at this conference in like San Francisco, Fisherman's Wharf. And that's my clock. What? I'm sorry. What is that? It sounds like a school bell. It's like almost like every 15 <laughs> minutes or something. It goes off. Where it is chimes. It? It's right there. Oh, I see it. Um, so you're, I'm sorry, you're going to hear this. Yeah, this is fun. Right okay. on. Okay. <laughs> no, next week we're going to, we're going to do this at Marissa's house. I think it'll be much better. Um, cause her kids are sleeping. She's rocking the, uh, nighttime No, I'm getting, no, 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 let's, let's be clear. I'm getting lucky. <laughs> we'll take it. We'll absolutely take it. Uh, well, um, it was also a very busy day for me because of all the minis and the kids were just off the walls. So yeah, I got lucky. I can imagine. But anyway. I'm glad you had that, yeah. that that moment, that that mom empowering moment. Yeah. You took the kids by yourself on the water. Yeah, like I mean, I was with that, the kids a lot myself, and then with like obviously two grandparents. But, but like honestly, like, on the water itself is terrifying to me. And it's funny because like I was a big boat though. We but like, were enclosed, um, I've been a lifeguard. Like, I was a lifeguard for ten years, right? And oh, and wow. that to me is like, uh, it's not that I'm afraid of the water, but I'm afraid no, of my kids I'm near the water. Like I, we were super safe. It was a, of course you, were. you know, of course it was were. funny because there was like. No one else on that bottom floor except for, like, another couple with their kids that were a little bit more of a distance apart. But it was so cute because one was just snoozing. This poor kid was crying his little eyes out and then, like, fell asleep on the boat. Aww. And the other one was, like, a little older than Freddie. And they were all just, like, running around, like, lunatics, dancing and jumping. And it was so, so, so cute. Um, and they loved it. So I that, that was you. really empowering. Um, but it was one of the hardest things I think Eric and I have ever done. It's amazing. Like, with two toddlers. Yeah. It was definitely going there. And, the whole, and the the whole, whole changing time hard. zone thing is like, I, I, I can't even think about that. It's like giving me an anxiety attack thinking about changing time And then that day, like, that day after we come back, uh, you know, Harry spikes the fever. Mm-hmm. He starts throwing up. I'm like, fuck, something's going on. Yep. Took him, took him, actually it was at night. His breathing was weird. Like, it was staggered, and I'm like, yeah, no, I'm going to urgent care. Uh-huh. <laughs> not, I'm not playing. Right. Did. He has RSV. And then I, like, you know, I'm not at a pediatrician. I'm at urgent care. So oh, the bedside yeah. manner isn't as Definitely not great, as great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially with, like, a mom who, like, brings a kid in with, like, what? No, I, you know? I can't stand the urgent, the urgent cares. And to be honest, every time Lennox gets sick, it's always on a weekend after hours. Oh, so I always have to go to Jesus. urgent care. They misdiagnosed a yeah, double ear infection for it's Lennox awful. and I was furious. It's awful. This time they looked in his ears and I'll give the nurse practitioner credit for this. He like really got into his ears and he was like really looking for something because I told him I was like listen. Yeah you're like something's wrong. Well because I told him I said last time I was here my son had a double ear infection and he was misdiagnosed. Oof. Check his freaking ears. So he was, like, yeah. really in there. He goes, listen, yeah. I understand your concern, but I got to tell you, I ha- I see nothing. But yeah. here's where they pissed me off. Yeah. 
They did not test him for anything. That they is didn't test so him for RSV. Weird. They didn't test him for the flu. They didn't test him for COVID. And I was like, so you're telling me that That's my son crazy. is vomiting, that my son has a fever, like and he's symptoms. pulling his ears, and there's nothing wrong with him? He goes, no, I'm, I'm truly not saying that. What I'm saying is I don't see anything in his ears. Like, I'm like, okay, then, put what's, it on my file. then what's wrong with my child? <laughs> he goes, I honestly don't know. I'm like, okay, well, I'm making a follow-up with my pediatrician anyway. The only reason I'm here is because it's, it's a because weekend after hours. Like, like, there's no yeah, other reason for me to be here. you possibly could, you know, So then I took help. him. Well, actually, he got – he seemed to be doing better. So I sent him to daycare. I went to work. Um, and then later in the week, it got worse. Yeah. And Aww, he had a fever. I ended up leaving work to go pick him up because he had a fever. Turns out he has the flu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had the flu. He's better now. Like, he's yeah, all yeah, good yeah, now. Yeah. He's fine. Sure. He hasn't all, had a fever in several all days. All the kids, knock on wood. Let's knock on some wood. Yeah, really. All the kids are okay Yeah, right we're good now. now. We're, They're which just is exactly tired. why we're doing this. Yeah, you it's know, exhausting. coming from trips are ridiculously exhausting. <sighs> I don't care if you're flying an hour away, you're flying six hours. Like, it's exhausting. So exhausting, which we'll get into, like, what we've learned and all that stuff another episode. But, yeah, and then and Harry, Harry was diagnosed with RSV. And it was funny because I had to advocate, too. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, there's something wrong with his breathing. They're, At the urgent like, care? Yeah. And they're like, no, he sounds fine. I'm like, no. You're wrong. No. Like, he sounds wrong. weird. Does like, anybody else have issues with urgent care? Because, like, I just find every time I go to the urgent care, they misdiagnose my Honestly, kid. it's like, and and I'm not just, trying to, like. I'm not trying to knock I'm urgent care, but on the other hand, general, like, like any, The on. whole medical system, like, I'm not trying to shed hate. I'm, I'm friends and love plenty of nurses, whatever, doctors. But, like, there is, even, like, giving birth and stuff, whole other topic. But there's right, a level yeah. of you have to advocate. Yes, 100%. Like, I learned via this TikTok video that if your doctor is saying, like, no to you about something or refuses to do something, you tell them to make a note. In your file. In your file. Mm-hmm. And then they're most likely going to be like, oh, okay. Yeah, right. Well, okay. Then we'll, we'll right. try this or do this. Well, when like, I took my, my son I to the pediatrician it. after we went to the urgent care, the doctor that we had was absolutely fantastic. She Good. tested him for everything. She yes. she got into his ears because what he was yeah. doing was he would randomly, very randomly, scream and grab his ear. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's 100%. Is not right. Yeah. Turns out he doesn't have an ear infection. He had the flu, but, but still, like, still, that probably it was irritating. Really gave and he probably something. had congestion up in there and whatever. But you know, it's all she connected. she really got in there and she tested him for everything. And she yeah. comes back and she's like, "He's got flu eggs." And I'm like, like, "Okay, well, should have. That's what they should have done. done at the urgent care, right?" I mean, they did that to Harry. It I was, love my pediatrician. Oh, like, I really do. So I can trust any one of those doctors. I do have a favorite doctor at my pediatrician. Yeah. I love Doctor Dragos at Rainbow Pediatrics. For anybody in the South Jersey area, love her. Um, I actually didn't see Dr. Dragos this time because when you take your kid in for a sick visit, you get who's there. You know what I mean? Of course. And I love, honestly, I love all the doctors there. They're all really great. Um, but it's just like, it's crazy when you go, the difference between when you take your kid into an urgent care and you take your kid into your actual pediatrician, like the level of care and expectations are totally different. They should see all sick, like sick kids all hours of the day though. Yeah, I I do. I I can't do it. My schedule doesn't call for that. I could never wait till after one o'clock. Here's the thing I, I do like, like about that, though, is, like, when my kid is well and they bring a kid in with RSV, my well kid is less likely to contract But isn't something. there two different sides? There like, are. There should be two different sides. But what so they do well is after the lunch, but what they do is after the lunch, they use both sides for the sick so they can get more kids in during the I, sick I hours. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do that. And that's totally day. fine. And that's totally fine. Um, it actually works out for me because the sick appointments are after school hours. Yeah, so, like, works, a lot of the time, fine. like, yeah. if I need to go after a school hour, yeah. then that's fine. Yeah. Um, but I do like that they keep the kids just completely separate. Yeah. Like, they I need do to like do that. that. Yeah, so. for sure, for sure. We just go with a Philadelphia hospital. <laughs> They're also great. I love CHOP, too. That CHOP had is good, too. we access to that. I didn't realize that we – it's so stressful moving when you have your care team mm-hmm. and finding all new doctors. It's been yeah. – and like, that has been so hard for me because it's like I had my team. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, so much anxiety because mm-hmm. you're just, like. No, but CHOP is great, too. You know. Honestly, I I mean, as a teacher, I see, like, a lot of different kids using different doctors. And I, yeah. I have gotten different good. Different insurances and stuff. Yeah, and like, I have gotten good reports on a lot of different uh, practices yeah. around the area. Yeah. Um, I have not come across one that I don't like yet. But I, I, I do love I, I do love my doctors, and yeah. I, I think I... Which is all that matters as yeah, a mom. Yeah, as long like, as I... Like, you gotta right. feel good about it. Yeah. Like, in Greenville, we went to one that was recommended by someone, and we, I ended up 
I, I took him there for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we moved, like, somewhere else in Greenville, and we were closer, actually, to, like, the hospital, like, kind of like... Like their network? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to be fair, like, it's it was all connected, so, like, CHOP was able to get my information from Rainbow Pediatrics because uh-huh. it's, like, still all connected in the same system. Right. Um, we did it in Greenville, but I, like, it was so weird to, like, just kind of stop going and then transfer my stuff to mm-hmm. another one and holding my breath. Right. To make sure that, like, things would go. Mm-hmm. What do you, what is your priority when you're looking for new doctors? Because you've, you've yeah. moved a couple times. Like, what, um, what do you, what so do you look for? I'm scared of everything. And so, <laughs> two things. If you have an app that I can use to message my doctors, mm-hmm. that's a plus because I had that in Greenville. And it was, ooh, chef's kiss. It was so good. Um, because I'm scared of everything and I'm not, I don't want to always have to go in. I don't mm-hmm. want to have to do it so I could take pictures, message them. They could be like, mm, you should probably come in. Mm, mm-hmm. No, you're okay. Mm-hmm. Um, especially as a new mom, that was really important for me. Mm-hmm. And then the other is just like my schedule. I can get an appointment anytime. I right, can call them right, up. Can right. you fit me in today? Yes. Okay. Can you be there in 10 minutes? Yes, I can. You know uh-huh. what I mean? That was Greenville for me too. Right. So I kind of had that. I needed that. Right. For I was me- going to keep looking. I mean, I was just going to do whatever I needed to do. Right. To fit my schedule. Yeah, sure. You know? Um, For me, one of the things that is a priority for me is that my doctor knows me personally and not just as a number or a patient. Like, I want my doctor to connect with me on a personal level. When I was looking for a pediatrician before my first was born, um, my husband and I actually made an appointment with the pediatrician Mm -hmm. to talk to her just us. Yeah, Yeah. basically an interview. Absolutely. And they made time for that. And I was really, really, I was really grateful for that. Yeah. so I really appreciated that my doctor took time specifically to, yes. to talk with us about all our concerns. I can ask yes. all my questions. Yeah. I got my doctor's history. Like, what? where were you before yeah. this? What are your credentials? Where did you go to school? The whole the whole nine. Yeah. It was, you can look I, that up online, too. Yeah, but, but yeah. I just wanted to see, like, you know, I wanted to hear her, their personally energy. And, and learn yeah. about them as a person. I wanted yeah. to know you know, what are your priorities? Yes. You know, like, what do you... Like, are you going to judge me for it, you know, if my kids don't eat meat or dairy? Right, right. that was, right. Like, important mm-hmm. to me at the time. Yep. I was I was vegan with... What are your protocols on vaccines? Because I am extremely pro-vax. Yes. yes. Very pro-vax. And my doctor percent. is like, I will vaccinate your kid on everything. I was like, yeah. do it. Yeah. Like, get my kids back. Absolutely. Um, so that was a big priority for me. I have um, a story about, like, the first time I took Freddie when he was a newborn. Like, what, what, you take... Did, was it something that you did, like, you took him in a couple days after yeah. you took him home, Yeah, right? it was our, our it was like a hospital is, our hospital and doctor are, are all affiliated with the same network, kind of. Right, right, right. Um, but you, that was protocol for you, is like, you take It was a five day, yes, yes, five days. And we weren't allowed to leave the hospital until we confirmed an appointment with our pediatrician. Same, same, yes. Yep. Um, and so we go, and, you know, I actually made the mistake back back then, almost four years ago, of not interviewing around. I mm-hmm. just went with a recommendation, and mm-hmm. I screwed myself over so bad with that first really? appointment. Thank God I had Eric's mom with me because, you know, a brand-new mom, literally postpartum, first birth, has no idea how uh-huh. to deal with a fucking baby, let alone my, like, bleeding right. fucking vagina, and it was awful. And I'm trying to nurse. Can't get him to nurse. So we go in, and the doctor, this... Uh, this person, this woman, and I don't remember their name. I obviously wouldn't mention their name, whatever. Shame the hell out of me for not nursing. And then was just like, you need to give them formula. What? I mean, nothing against formula. But like, I'm this new mother. I'm I'm trying to do what I want to do. And I am just like in tears. I'm freaking out. Wait, why did she say that? What was the context? I'll tell you, my milk didn't even come in at that point. Like still, it was like not even like, day four my milk didn't fully come in yet so he's living off colostrum uh-huh and they're just like no no formula oh, you God. need to eat formula and i'm like and so eric's mom was flags like flags of red it was everywhere <laughs> oh and i i raised hell about it and after i was settled and eric's mom was like ho 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 whoa <laughs> like first of all her milk didn't come in yet like thanks we will we'll take it with us but uh-huh. like Clearly, you're having trouble understanding, like, these steps that... Right on like, Mrs. So Bonkages. She was there. I was like, what the hell? What? I was... I cried. Because oh, you're hormonal. Oh, like, for sure. horrible. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, that was the last of that. Yeah. And then I, I learned my lesson very, very, you know, 
then I did I did the whole thing and I was like, oh mm-hmm. my god, why did I put myself in that position? But it's such a rookie mistake. It's so we're saying to go right. and interview. We're saying to go interview your pediatrician. Well, you should 100%. also like interview. You know, interview your. OBGYN, right? Your, your own, wives, pra- your your own doulas, care practitioners, yeah. Your mm-hmm. dentist, your. I took the kids to a pediatric dentist. Their first Here? one. No, not oh. yet. No, they need to go. I need to schedule it. Bad. Um, in Greenville for the first time. Thought I was doing a great thing. I get there and it was so shitty. It was so shitty. Really? No bedside manner on how they're a pediatric. That's another one of my okay. priorities. Is how are you going to treat my kid? Like, not just... They expected not, me to be able to handle the child while get, getting their teeth done. This, I'm not the one that's a pediatric dentist. Right. I'm going to be there to comfort my kid, but I don't know how to get you to brush to, my kid's teeth. Right, right. This is your job. Yep. You're in a pediatric dentist specifically. 100%. And then, obviously, we kind of backtracked, and we ended up traveling 45 minutes for this very specific pediatric dentist that did well, it's their funny um, because tongue my ties, girl, and my it was girl amazing. Who, my girl who has an awesome, or, or she had an awesome pediatric dentist yeah, here, yeah. who she recently moved to Guernsey. Hi, Gemma, I love you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know she moved to Guernsey, and I'm so sad I miss her. But anyway, Aww. she has an excellent pediatric dentist here in New Jersey, love but it. it's all the way out in Vineland, which if, I mean, No, I have no here, idea what that means. But it's like 40, 45 minutes away. But like, I would travel for that. Like, yeah, I'm okay sometimes with it's worth it for yeah. once a year. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's worth it. I mean, with me, like my teeth are horrible, no matter what I freaking do. Um, it's genetic, but mm-hmm. it is. I need my dad's to, are. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to have sit every six. You need months. to have a good I, dentist. And I need to yeah. have someone that can deal with. Like, if I need to get something done, I'm probably gonna cry. I'm probably gonna bitch about it. I mm-hmm. hate going to the dentist. I a have a lot phobia. Of do, yep. I usually get gas. Like I have such a problem. Oh my god, there's your clock again. Oh yay. <laughs> Happy 915 everybody. Oh my God, stop. Um, <laughs> so it's and you know, so I did end up going to my mom's when I moved to Greenville and I stuck with them ever since because they actually just did a really good job. Like take like not hey, treating me like I'm a little uh, baby about it. <laughs> oh I that's a funny because I have a really good story about when I was supposed to have my wisdom teeth. Oh god I'm scared of you. Oh god it was it was horrendous don't even I know we have to bring it back to sick kids. So funny but anyway yeah sick kids. No but then oh my god so ooh. Nice. I know I'm just like whacking myself in the face. So then Eric literally took on all duties because I got RSV. What? But the adult version which really fucking sucked. Yeah. And luckily it lasted just a couple days. Did you get tested? No. Why was I going to get, it was exactly what Harry was going through. Right. The fever, the throwing up, like Mm -hmm. all of it. It was the same exact shit. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was down. I was down for the count. I was bedridden. It was awful. And so Eric literally had to take on everything when it came Mm -hmm. to bringing Freddie to school. We did wait till Harry broke a fever to bring Freddie back to school, which was, what do you say? As, as Marissa says, a hoot and a half. Stop it. (laughs) Because when I tell you. Yo, I use blessed context the other day. (laughs) Oh, yes. I was just like, bless. It's so good. I got that from, like, one of my neighbors um, in Greenville. She's, she was saying it. I thought it was the funniest shit ever because she's, like, like kind of like this. I like, just really love cool the way you liberal. use it. Yeah, but then I, she'd say, like, bless. bless. <laughs> like, I'm dead. I'm using that. So, hoot and half. I love it. Um, oh, my God. I don't even know where that came from. Like, I, I don't it's so good. It it's so good. I say it all the time. <laughs> um. What were we talking about? I don't even remember. Um, <laughs> you got sick. Oh, oh, yeah. So then Eric, like, was taking Freddie to school. He was picking him up. Like, Harry was literally attached to my boob the entire time. So here I am giving him all my antibodies, and I'm just, like, dying Suffering. Out. Yep. Horrible. I didn't eat for three days. God. And That's I was just, the like. Worst. And then everyone. Everyone on social media is, like, my kid's sick. My kid's sick. Oh, Everyone's it's terrible. Like, I'm a teacher. Oh, I and can't even imagine this how is the worst. intense it's been. No, this is the worst I've... What is happening to your computer? Okay, there oh, we go. It was going to sleep. Yeah, this is the Stay worst awake. I have ever seen illness in my eight years of teaching. It's rampant right now. The absences are insane right now. No, go get your flu shot. It's, go get your COVID but booster. But oh my, my kids are vaxxed. I'm vaxxed. My husband is vaxxed. But it's hitting you le- like it's, less hard, right? right? Well, here's Which the is... thing. Lennox got diagnosed with the flu this past mm-hmm. week. But it was mild. Like, Thank he had 101 God. fever, Thank and God. 
He was clearly like cranky. Sure, of um, course. He's not he's still not gonna feel good. He was good. cranky and he wasn't feeling good. He wasn't himself. But even my doctor was like It could the, have been a whole lot worse. The best thing you could have done for that child is get got him vaxxed. And I was like, he's vaxxed. And she's like, you just saved him so much pain. Yeah, I gotta get Harry actually and done Lennox, and myself. Well, here's the thing. Lennox is a terrible terrible eater and food is going to be a whole other episode but he's a terrible oh, eater a to start with so his immune system is not nearly as as developed yeah. as may may's is because yeah. she when when she was his age was an excellent eater i mean that yeah. girl had a palate all over the world yeah would yeah. eat all sorts of foods all her vegetables yeah. all yeah. of it fruits vegetables just all of it yeah he eats nothing Right, oh. so and I give him a multivitamin, but like that's not enough. You, you know best. what I mean. So I yeah. try my hardest, but the boy just does not like to eat, yeah. which is crazy yeah. to me because I love to eat. But whatever, um, it'll it'll come. Right, but his immune system is cool. Yeah. I can see the effects of that on yeah. his immune system because he gets sick way more than Mei ever did, yeah. and and still to this day he gets sick way more. He had Sweet a stomach boy. virus and a respiratory virus at the same time right before oh. Disney. He actually got better for Disney. And then when we got back from Disney, he got sick all over I remember again. Lenny was sick. It was terrible. It, oh, it was terrible. He was out for a week. Evan and I had to alternate taking off work. I remember that. That's a whole other That's issue. horrible. Work, being a working mom when your child is sick is no like freaking joke. Like when both of your parents oh, it's work. Like I can't how, even. I, don't, I can't. I give you major props because honestly, that's. I uh, cry. I have cried so much in the last I month. Can't even especially imagine. this past week. Mm, like, I can't even. God, I need a hug. I need a hug because let me tell you, it has been, it's been a monster trying to be a working mother because I, anyway, I I digress. So wait, tell me a little bit more about Disney though. Oh, Disney. What was your favorite part? Oh God. I know you probably have like 16 different. I can't even begin to describe everything that was amazing. First of all, we went with my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law and. Pictures are so cute. My sister-in-law is the absolute best. Like, Aww. I just I, I just love my sister-in-law. Shout out. She's, she is just the world's greatest human being. I just love her. Um, but having them with us is a game changer because oh, here's the thing. We went to Disney just us back in April. Yeah. And even playing a man-to-man defense with these children – we were not outnumbered. It was one to but one. It was, still it was really so intense, hard. Yeah. It was so hard How because in California, and honestly, we, and we managed. Like it was, it was, it was sure. all right. We what managed. Else are you gonna do? Yeah. But having more adults that are to willing children to like be part of it and help you yeah. is a game changer. It really is a game changer because having you know Jake to carry the bags that mm. we needed help with, and then Melissa would take one kid, I would take the other kid, and then Evan would take the stroller. Like, uh, yeah, it was nice. so helpful, that's especially, nice. well, because, like, the transportation to and from the parks, like, getting on the shuttle itself is so complicated when I have to have both kids in my hands. Evan has to have the stroller and the bags and all that. Like, just those extra pair of hands was so helpful. And then, of course, um, you know, Mimi loved having Aunt Melissa and Uncle Jake with us. So, like, it was just, it was all around amazing yeah they were they were just fantastic like super so. helpful super like empathetic and just and, involved like, understood like, that like kids change course mm-hmm. and sometimes you have to adapt and, and they were totally cool with it so. so that's a gem that game is, changer that is a blessing yeah but um i don't know how we got on this topic because we were talking about sick children and now we're talking about disney well we can go back. i mean <laughs> we, we were talking about sick children because it's like we, you and i both went on these really big um trips and then almost like, you know, what is come with back. your microphone? I know. Hold on. We come back and, you know, things just kind of crashed and burned a little bit. A lot of it. <laughs> a lot of it. But it's fine. Everything's um, fine. I think the thing about sick kids, and this is where it's like my intrusive thoughts get really bad. I'm just kind of like, what if I'm missing something? Sorry it took so long for us to get to this point. But like, <laughs> what I wanted to really say is like, the, like that I end up having so many issues when one of my kids gets sick because, like, in my head, I'm so worried that I'm missing something. But then it's, like, there's those positive affirmations where it's, like, no, you'll know. You'll because you will. Know. And then it's, like, that thing in the back of my head where it's, like, but what if I don't? What if it's the one time I don't? I don't know. Do you ever get like that? I got like that a lot when I was in the really deep trenches of postpartum depression mm. and anxiety. 
I am on yeah. a good dose of antidepressants right now. And me too. <laughs> it has really worked for me. Yeah. And I I attribute my relative calmness regarding illness yeah. to that. I don't have as many thoughts about that regarding my kids. I have, mm-hmm. and this is, again, a whole other episode about depression and anxiety and yeah. that kind of stuff because I do have intrusive thoughts, bad, yeah. Yeah. but not regarding my kids' sickness. Um, I think mine are just in a different way. Um, For example, like, and trigger warning, mine is really bad regarding death. Like, really, really bad. I I think about so relate. I think about death all the time. But not in terms of illness. More or less sudden death. It's it's really, it's it's really ugly. Like, that's a really, really deep episode. Um, (sighs) But as far as, like, my kids being sick. It ties into the the whole, like, thing. Because it's just, like. No, it does. But. That overall arching, like, topic is what scares me. I feel like the way I think about it, though, is, like, a death that's completely uncontrollable. Like, I have no, no hand on the wheel at all. When my kids are sick. Even if it's really, really bad, I still feel like I have a hand on the wheel. I can take them right. to the doctor. Right. I can call the ambulance right. if I, God forbid, needed to. I can administer their medicine. Yes. I can pick them up from daycare or school or whatever. So I, I feel like I do have a hand on the wheel. <laughs> that um, sense of control gives you that, like, confidence. That stability. Like, okay. It's a stability type thing. That faith, yeah. Right. So in that respect, um, I don't think I'm quite as worried. Um, when we were in the really deep trenches of COVID, on the other hand, oh my that was different. God, forget That was completely it. different. I, I mean, um, that's because why we didn't I, know that's anything. That's why I like, went on fucking here's, antidepressants and all these things is because COVID, like, here's the thing. literally complete turmoil in my here's, brain. Here's the thing about that. We didn't know anything about COVID because it was brand freaking new. Whereas, you know, your typical children's cold, Right, even, right. even the flu, or influenza, even, yeah, even RSV. which was a pandemic at one time, but, but we have a vaccine for it. Right, so but it even RSV, a... things like that, like we know it exists. Yeah, we know how to treat the symptoms. Yeah, um, and when we go into a hospital saying my kid was diagnosed with RSV, they know exactly what to do. Right, do you know right. what I mean? With COVID, we had no idea what Isn't to it do. Crazy how like we're it, like we're our generations like. The parents. Also, right now. also, I'm just gonna. How I'm traumatic! Just, look, I'm just gonna put this out there. We're the only generation at this very moment that has had to go through such an ordeal in terms of raising children during an international pandemic. Like, awful, you know, awful. how many times did you get? You know, oh, you know, we raised kids during sickness and we kissed our babies and they turned out fine. How many times you get that? It's like, bro, I understand that you raised kids and you kissed them and we all turned out fine and everything, but like, I y'all, you never raised. I hate look, when someone says y'all that never shit raised regarding kids. anything. Y'all never raised kids during an international pandemic. I don't care. You can say like, listen. Well, I would like to stand on. Yeah. Look, you can all say, look, I've been there. I've raised my kids. I've raised my kids through sickness. <laughs> like, like the people okay. being like, okay, we didn't use car seats back in the day and you survived. <laughs> Yeah, you got that's fucking ex- lucky. That's exactly what it's like. It's like you're the exception, not the rule. Yes. You know what I mean? You're yes. the exception, not the rule. And you know where I heard that phrase the first time? Hmm. You. Me? Yeah, you. Oh. You. Well, look at that. You. Pats you said for that Stephanie. To me. <laughs> you said that to me for the very first time. I was like, yo, bitch, that's what's up. You're oh. the exception, not the rule. And I will tell you yeah. not on this podcast yeah. when you said that, because I'm not trying to, like, offend anybody, but, like, I'll tell you the context in which you said that to me. No, yeah, but anyway, yeah, yeah. my point is, like, <laughs> yes, our parents did raise kids. Yes, they did raise kids through illnesses. We got sure. sick with our parents, and they got us through it. But, like, bro, you never raised us through an international pan-freaking-demic that nobody's ever seen before. The lack of empathy, I think, from other generations in regards to, like, us dealing with that particularly particular situation is insane is so sad it's really insane and it's, it's so it it's is so it's like people look down on us for being scared well, people and taking get mad precautions at us for it like for vaccinating like, our kids okay that was one thing like i had people like messaging me being like yo you better be careful because i was pregnant when i got the vaccine oh me too and people be uh, like no Wait, yes. Look, I had people come into my DMs being like, oh, you better not get the vaccine because, you know, they don't know anything. I'm like, oh my God, my mom did the same thing. She's like, you don't know anything about it. And I'm like, honey, I 
I mean, my I'm entire the my, like, look, my entire medical team, decision. my entire medical team, including my OBGYNs, my midwives, and my fertility team, who knew everything I had gone through to get pregnant in yeah. the first place. It's like, we're not giving you that risk. Right. They would like, never. I trust my fertility team more than yeah. I trust any other medical yeah. professional I have in my life. And getting COVID while you're pregnant <sighs> could actually affect your baby. Oh, so badly. So, like, you know, you, it, you know, it's so insulting to be questioned like that oh god it's like so it's like you think i'm dumb enough to like not like i understand there's plenty of people and who, like what do you know like what do you know it's none of their business either right. you know what i mean and i'm not trying to be like past judgment but it is like the pandemic was fucking terrifying and it still is it and like back and like then, i said our we generation were, we were new moms to two to two our kids. generation is the only generation that will know what it feels like to raise young yeah. children during an international deadly pandemic yeah. They don't understand what it's like to have right. to have babies during well, like our toddlers a, were COVID such a time like kids like Freddie turned one and then COVID hit right and and, and now I had, he's three almost four for context I had people judging me for canceling my child's first birthday party because I didn't trust being around people yeah. like it was just crazy I I had literally talked to people in my life who were like I said to my I said to people in my life I was like are you planning on getting vaccinated and they'd be like no I'm not I'm holding off on the vaccine for now because I don't know anything about it I'm like well what do you know about COVID like what do you know about COVID so do you want to take the risk of getting the vaccine or do you want to take the risk of getting COVID because people are dying from COVID not the vaccine right I'd rather like, like have better chances honestly right so once they said like there was no like repercussions in those trials and it was safe like I was like done there I'm done done like, as soon as I was I'm eligible, sorry, but as like, soon as I was able, I got online. I got the i I was. I don't even remember how many weeks pregnant I was. I was like thirty two I mean, weeks pregnant. I think <clears throat> with Lennox when I got the vaccine. Yeah, and then I got the second dose when I was thirty five weeks. I mean, influenza was a pandemic, all that time ago. Yes, yes, it and was. like there's a reason. There's a shot. There's a reason, right? And it just blows my motherfucking mind. Like, how lucky we are to have certain yep. certain things. I mean, I'm not, like, super pro, like, oh, the medical system's amazing. N- no, it's, it's not. not. It's not. There are so like, many flaws. Yeah. But. Big business. We understand that. But when it comes to, like, actual survival, like, what, are you going to roll the, you seriously going to roll the dice? Nope. Not Is with my kids. Is it worth it? Is Hard it fucking no. worth it? Like, I absolutely not. I'm sorry. Because no. what, you and I were pregnant and gave birth during that pandemic. Yes, we did. And it was one of the hardest, most depressing fucking things in my entire life. Yep. To where I got on medication because I just couldn't handle, couldn't handle being it. So alone. Mm-hmm. Like when I was when I gave birth to Freddie, like I had I had friends like this village that did. They came to my house. They they were there for me like in ways that I couldn't even describe. And mm-hmm. then all of that got taken away. Yep. Totally understand. And it was like like sickness, anxiety. Raised to like level hunt, like I can't, mm-hmm. you know. Maybe that's where and a lot I, of my anxiety comes you know, from. With well, it. here's here's the other thing. That Steph. Makes sense. Here's the other thing. I think it's also a little bit different between you and me because you're a stay at home mom. Mm-hmm. I work in the schools and I see sick kids every day. You kind of have no choice. I see. Right. I, first of all, yeah. I don't have a choice but to go to work where I'm going to be exposed to a shit ton of exactly. illness. Yeah. Happens every year, and every year Evan yeah. and I get sick at the beginning of the year, and then we're fine. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not saying that I would, I, okay, here's the thing. I was for closing the schools. We didn't know anything about COVID. Close the goddamn schools. We don't what know. What are you going to do? Yeah. Did virtual teaching suck? Oh God, I can't oh, even yeah. imagine. It I, was horrible. It y'all was, are superheroes. God, it was horrible. Despite the fact that you get paid nothing, but y- y'all are fucking superheroes because I don't know how you did it. The work I did for my concerts, but uh, I digress. And the parents that manage, the like here's, their kids doing that. I no, digress. Like, to bring it back, it was like, it was like. Well, I was going to bring it back because it was... Well, um, teaching during a pandemic was absolutely... Oh, I was, remember It was, was terrible. Say. But but here's what I was going to say. Like, you know, teaching virtually was horrendous. But I would rather suffer through that yeah. than go to school and bring COVID risk, home risk to my death newborn. Somehow. I right. mean, like, you just don't know. It was not worth that it. That sounds dramatic, but it's not fucking dramatic. It's not like, because how many people died? Like, how many people traumatic. died from COVID? I know a like, lot of people. Like, I can't. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, anyway, yeah. anyway... No, but to, like, Freddie, so, like, my oldest son, like, after one years old, pretty much stopped being around people. hmm So, like, not being exposed to anything. 
And then here we go, send him to preschool for the first time. And now you're seeing it all. Now it's like, meh, 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 meh. And it's like, holy shit. It's bug shit, after bug I after am, bug. Like, and I'm used to that because yeah, you've I- Yeah, kind of been doing it. My kids have been in daycare yeah. since six months old with the exception yeah. of the pandemic. Yeah. I get sick every year. Evan gets sick every year. My kids get sick every year at the beginning of yeah. the year. So I'm used to that, yeah. you know? And when my, my, both my kids have had RSV, that was no joke. Like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not so going to sit here and tell you that RSV was easy to deal with because it wasn't my kids no, ended up in the hospital. Not. It's so scary. I'm talking about your general bugs. I'm talking sure. about your typical cold, beginning of the year cold. sinus infection. Even the stomach virus. Stomach like, virus. Even the stomach virus. Hand, foot, mouth. All as, that crap. as miserable as a stomach virus is, it is still yeah. pretty common. It's a virus it, and you can't it's common. do it's anything common. much about it besides manage the symptoms. <laughs> right. I feel like that's a phrase I heard. I, I've, like, learned. Gotta manage the symptoms. Manage the symptoms. Yep. Because you know, for like, viruses, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Other than that. Because yeah. for me, I'm just like, oh, like, I mean, right. I'm not like out searching for an antibiotic. Like, oh, give my kids antibiotic. But like, no. But obviously, it's like, oh, they have an ear infection. Okay, give them an antibiotic. Well, well, that's the thing. Because an ear infection, you can treat with an antibiotic. Yeah. A so virus, you can't. there's a part of you where you're just like, oh, okay, like, they'll definitely get better. A vi- <laughs> but a virus, you can't yeah. treat with an there's antibiotic. A virus, it's it like, when just has, it It has to run its course. Yep. Yep. But like I said, I've been doing, I've been teaching for so long that I've seen yep. every, every beginning of the year illness yeah. and we are still at the beginning of the year. Whereas you're know, just. It's so weird. It doesn't feel that way, but it's Right, so but is. we are. You're just getting into that beginning of the year yeah. mindset yeah. where I have been because. It's so new to me. Yeah. You have a kid in, thing. but you have a kid in school now. You yeah. didn't have that before. Whereas no, my yeah. kid's been in daycare. Yeah. So like I said, I'm, I'm just kind of used like, to that. I'm, thank God, I'm thankful for my. My village, my friends, because like I don't know how I would. Well, because it's it's still you know it's all still just so scary. Like when I found out he had RSV in that urgent care, like, and I was talking because they gave us a um they prescribed him a, an inhaler mm-hmm. and stuff, and you know I'm listening to this one nurse and she's like not really telling me anything, and then the nurse that brought me the inhaler, you know I was asking a lot of questions and she was super hands on, and then she could just see the tears welling up in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Because um, you hear about RSV and like there, because it is, is terrifying. It's terrifying, but there are some really toxic social media things out there, for sure. And like I was talking to this nurse, and and not she wasn't downplaying it at all. Like it's fucking serious, but she was like, it's most concerning with those newborn babies. Yeah, of course, you know. And so that made me feel like slightly better mm-hmm. because like Harry's obviously almost he's two. almost two. He's huge. Like. You know, I well, know even he's a I had kid. said to you, even I had said to you, RSV in older kids is yes. not. Yes. It becomes. Look, but you if hear you, that trigger word. I you hear well, that word. RS, hearing that is very triggering. And all I've ever seen, not right. Like, but not here's the thing, it, and like this all is for horrible things for anybody who doesn't know this at the moment. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I mean, take it right seriously. Now. No, of course you take it seriously. <laughs> I'm not trying to be but weird you take, about it. But saying. you take every Ill- illness seriously. Yes. But here's the thing about RSV. It is most dangerous to infants. If your child is over the age of one, yes, you still want to be concerned. But the older they get, the less risky it becomes. It becomes just the cold. It's like a cold. It becomes a really bad cold. The thing that I was trying to pay attention to the most, because the the only little I knew about RSV is with the whole breathing breathing and the respiratory, was that. That's what I was like, okay, I need to focus. I need to, before I fall asleep, you know, I, I kind of have this privilege of being able to, like, nurse him um, laying down from the side. So I, Maymay, I can really. Before Maymay turned one, she actually had RSV pneumonia and a double ear infection all that at is, once. That was horrifying. Oh, it was terrible. It was terrible. But it was the breathing that got me. It was the breathing. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. and honestly, I don't think, even think it was because of the RSV. It was because of the pneumonia that, that freaked me out. Pneumonia is fucking scary. Because. I mean, that's fluid in your lungs. No, and so my doctor scary. was like, Forget like, she it. put that's the so stethoscope scary. right up to Meme's back. And she was like, oh, I hear the crackles. Okay, that's I'm like, shit. Absolutely like, terrifying. Yeah. So it was honestly the pneumonia that scared me more in that instance. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it, it honestly depends on the age for RSV. Yeah, if yeah. you have an infant, that's when you should be the most concerned. I'm not saying you shouldn't be concerned when your kid is older. I'm saying your kid is less likely to have serious complications the older they get. I think we're saying that to, like, like because, like, I'm the type of person that panicked. But so are other people. So, like, hearing that, and that's why we're kind of telling you, obviously, like, you pay attention to the, the breathing, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to, like, flu, RSV, and everything that Marissa said. Um, but we're saying this to just kind of give you a little bit of an edge off of that stress because 
for me, I, I definitely was fucking terrified. The you older know, you your heard, child, you the less words. They're scary. They're scary words. You know, COVID's a scary word still. I, I mean, I think it'll be a scary mm-hmm. word for a really long time. Even flu, mm-hmm. you know. Um, strep throat, you know, so, lots of things. Let's go into this side of the conversation. Yeah. When your kids were, I mean, because we're coming off of these illnesses now, like we're yeah. getting back on yeah. track. Everything's Praise okay. Praise God. Oh my God. <laughs> what did you find the hardest to manage when your kids were sick? And how did you deal with it? Yeah. Well, for me, it kind of sucked because I was sick during a lot of it. <laughs> That's the worst. So I think it was that double whammy of like my house got destroyed. Mm hmm. Um, I really couldn't do much even when I wasn't that sick because like Harry was, you know, you have a sick baby. All they want is to be held. Mm -hmm. It's all they want. And it's like, what are you going to do? Are you going to keep your baby crying just to clean your house? Or are you going to sit with them? Right. Same thing. I'm going to fucking sit with them. Same thing. When my kids were sick. Right. Yeah. Oh, for sure. When, when my kid, cause both my kids were sick at the same time, um, I actually got lucky in the sense that I didn't get too sick. I didn't get Good. too sick. But yeah. again, I'm in the schools. My immune system yeah, is kind yeah, of the yeah. immune system of a champ right now. And that willpower mm-hmm. is so strong. I don't. But like my kid all, I mean, you know Lennox. He is a mama's boy. Yeah. All he wants to do is be held. So I sat with him. All I did yeah. was hold him. Yeah. All he wants is his mommy when he's sick. I mean, all he wants is his mommy anyway. But when he's sick, it's like <laughs> a, a, a whole yeah. other level. Yeah. So yeah, my, my house got destroyed too. Completely destroyed. Dishes everywhere. We must Toys have eaten out. Everywhere. Like we oh, ordered God. food every almost every yep, night yep. while we were I sick. Because... I don't think I vacuumed, vacuumed yeah. in like two weeks. Oh yeah, I had a cake of like a layer of fucking crumbs all over oh, my floor. Oh, it was floor. terrible. Like I couldn't, I couldn't, we couldn't cook. Like we couldn't figure out how to cook. Because did you had... feel like your life was in shambles? Because that's was... how I felt. I felt like my it, life was in it shambles. It did. It felt like this tedious storm that was just awful and like. I couldn't. Did you, my, and, my and you don't see spinning. a way out. You yeah. don't see a way out. Can I tell you what Maymay said to me? Oh, I think I told you, but I'm going to say it for the sake of this podcast. Yeah. Oh, my God. It broke my heart. Wait, is she going to be mad at us in the future for No, no, this? no, 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 no. This Should is something we... moms can relate to. Listen, yeah. I was laying with Maymay because she likes when I lay with her when she goes to bed. And she. Um, oh, I know which one it is. Yeah. She yeah. was like, what? Did, I, don't, I don't remember the context of the situation. Oh, I said, because she was, she was getting all worked up over something, starting to cry, and when she cries, oh. she coughs, and then when she coughs so bad, she yeah. throws up. So I said, Maymay, please try to calm down. You're going to make yourself sick. And she lost it. She goes, I'm already sick. I'm going to be sick forever. It's never oh going to go away. God. And I, oh. I died a little inside yeah. when she said that. I said, no, sweetie, I promise this cough is going to go away. I promise. It's the cough for her. She yeah. can't shake the cough. I said, I promise it's going to go away. She goes, no, it's God, not. It's I can't heartbreaking. stop coughing. And she was just devastated thinking this cough is never going to go away. She literally said the words, I'm going to be sick forever. It's like, please it, give me my child's cough so God, that my child would, cannot be sick. Please. please give it to me. You know what's funny is I, I have it. this core memory of I was – I can't even remember how old I was. I think I was in elementary school, and I had an ear infection, ironically. My ear oh. hurt, and I fell asleep on my dad's lap, and he was just holding me. And then I was, like, like in and out of consciousness, and he looks at me, and he goes, I just want to take this ear infection right out of your ear and stick it in my ear. Oh. And I was like in and out of consciousness, and I just like That's fell asleep on him, and yeah. he and I could see the look of pain on my dad's face yeah. because he just wanted to do anything to take my pain away. Yeah, and you—that's something you can't understand until you're a parent. Yeah. Like, like when you see your child suffer like that, it's 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 a pain like no other. You know, heart wrenching. But I just when my kid said, "I'm gonna be sick forever," she truly believed that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. My heart broke. She's getting better. She really is. Yeah. And she didn't cough a lot today. When she gets worked up, she still coughs. Um, but that's normal. But she is getting better. But, like. Does she have something? Is she oh, she just. Sick? Well, she was. She was. She had the respiratory thing, too. Oh, okay. And, you know, sometimes when you get a cough, you just can't shake it. For me, I can't shake it because I, I have asthma. So, like, when yeah. I get a cough, yeah. it never goes away. Oh, yeah. So she could possibly be the same way. I don't know. Yeah. Um, cause our kids are honestly too young to be able to know yeah, totally. how illnesses are really going to affect them. But like, well, my kids are allergic to antibiotics. <laughs> yeah, that's right. To you that out. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Yeah. I don't even want to deal with that. Like, I can't even, I can't even imagine that. 
Um, but it's okay. There's other alternatives. True. That's true. Praise, Praise science. God, right? <laughs> Praise science. Science is life because yeah, science honestly. gave me my family. So yeah, I, I, I am all, we are pro-science here. If yes. you're not pro-science, this may not be the podcast for you, but we are <laughs> pro-science here. Pro-science, pro-vax. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I just, yeah, going back to, to that whole worst part of sick kids. What is, was the worst part for you? Oh, my life was in shambles. My life was in shambles. I could not balance being a working mom, being a mom, having sick children, keeping my house together because my husband was also sick. I just felt like the weight of yeah. the world was on my shoulders and I was just, yeah. I was about ready to break. Yeah. That is the hardest part for me. And then, of course, when your kid, I, this was new for me. My kid thought she was going to be sick forever. And like mm. I said, I died a little inside when I heard that. So Yeah, that just adds it's to like, just almost like awful. a guilt. When my kids are sick and they fall asleep on me and I just get to cuddle them, yeah. I'm okay. Like, I, do I want them to be sick? Of course not. But do I feel, like, like competent in that moment when my child is sleeping when they're sick? You're like, I can make like, them I'm feel good. better. I'm good. We're good. Yeah. We're okay. We're okay right now. This is a, an okay moment in this, yeah. in this situation. They're calm. They're comfortable. But when my kid is screaming, yeah. my husband is incapacitated because he's sick. Yeah. And my house is oh, destroyed. Ten fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> That's and and you know how I feel about that. When my house I is know. a mess, I can't function. Like I, I it, it, which I'm sure most of you can relate because I can't so too. Hard for me. But it's awful. It was the it was the lack of control for me. Even it though it truly, is morally neutral, so we're not trying to say it, no, that for sure, it's awful. We're just saying like that's that's just for me. That's that's probably my most personal people. thing. <laughs> but it was the lack of control. It's yeah. the lack of control for me. I need I. Definitely. It's miserable. So did you then, did you come up with any way, like, honestly, because help your girl out here, how did you deal? Um, well, Eric booked us a cleaner for next week. Nice! Um, Evan has been begging me to do that. And I'm you like, know, okay, I, I, let's, let's I told him, you know, I mean, I... Who did you go with? I don't remember. Yo. Eric fi- found it out. Send me... We have me. a great service, like a great way to be able to find out. You like, need to send me some information because yeah, I will. I'll totally let you, let you know how they do. Um, no, but the reason behind it is because it's like, you know, coming back from the trips and then the sickness and honestly just being overwhelmed, we kind of just like gifted it to ourselves because that's amazing. You know, some people spend their money on on certain things. You know, maybe you want a fancier car, maybe you want jewelry, maybe you want whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, for us, it's definitely those like things that can help us. In the spaces like where functionally, we lack. Yeah. functionally, mm-hmm. yeah, because we're you know we're we're pretty messy people, but it's also kind of like we you know hyper fixate on other things that kind of keep us from being able to really keep on top of the house. You sure, know? um, but you know, okay, well, if you like your service, please send yeah, it to me. I definitely <laughs> will. I definitely will. You know, we cut back on a couple other things to be able to do it, but I think it's something that is priceless. It's going to make us feel good. Good. But it's like the same like doing a dinner service or something. You know? And that's what we do that. You know because what? It's I, just easier for us. You like know what functionally. Feel better is we fucking, like I said, we ordered out. We you got Grubhub because I said, I can't, I can't. Right. And I couldn't barely keep anything down anyway. Right. So right. what did we get? We got like rice right. and like basic Like binding or, foods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and Eric needed to eat, but mm-hmm. he was taking care of the whole house and the people and mm-hmm. us. And the whole thing, but you know what? We're like, screw it. Like, we need to survive in these moments. So basically, what we're trying to say here is when your whole house is down and out, it's going to be chaos. Do what you it's need to do to survive. utter chaos when you have two sick kids and then one or both parents are sick. Utter chaos. At least it was for me. Utter and complete chaos. Like, do what you have to do to survive. Like, mm-hmm. because even if you think people are going to judge you for it, they can suck oh, it. Ugh. Do what you need. To, you need to buy food, like, order out from restaurants just to get well, you through. Well, that's the beauty do of Uber it. Eats and, and DoorDash and Grubhub. Oh, like, I mean, I shame myself a lot for a lot of those things, you know, for not cooking or whatever. But, you know. That's ridiculous. Says who? Well, yeah, that's ridiculous. I don't know. I don't know where I even. Well, it's because I, I definitely, like, surround myself. Didn't I just like, yell at you for that in a text message the other day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I texted you, like, literally shaming myself because I'm just like, but I tend to surround myself with people who are at least, like, on social media and stuff. This is why you got to be careful who you follow and different things. It's like the people that 
do the kind of like more homesteading or cook like and do these things that like I aspire to do. All right. I'm just going to put this out there because I know I have a lot of friends personally who listen to our podcast and I'm just going to let this out here. I'm just going to put this out here right now. Social media is a big ass fabrication. It's such a fabrication. I am not even, oh my God, Eric, what the hell are you doing? Social media is such a fabrication. That's why you should follow them on social media. Get the fuck out of here. What are you doing? <laughs> you're going to be a guest. I'm going to make you be a guest if you're going to start my talking girl, like that. Okay, so listen, when we do have guests, my girl Carly, like I really need her to be on here. She is a photographer yes. mama and I freaking love her and she's going to be our first guest. But anyway. That's very fun. Yeah, we can have Eric on a guest, as a guest. That's totally fine. I'm just playing. I know, but that would be hilarious. We could have both husbands on as guests. Okay, that I'm digressing. super I'm sorry. Fun. Social media I know is we have to end soon because we're keeping know, you guys like. I know, It's been is, like an hour. Are we going to be an hour and a half? Yeah. Listen. <laughs> Social media is a big-ass fabrication, and I'm not saying that people on social media aren't genuinely happy, because I'm happy. I, I've literally only been sharing my happiest yeah, moments with I, you guys I, recently. Me too. I post the happy things, but, like, recently, but. I just made, like, my first post in months that said, like, I'm drowning. I never post shit like that. It's funny, because, like, I but actually like, I wrote do. out a post um, on stories talking about, like, all these things I feel negatively about, like... Like, I miss Greenville, I feel lonely, all these things. And then it's funny. Because you haven't seen me in weeks, but sure. Well, that's exactly what it was. Like, I haven't seen you. I haven't seen my sister. I just felt so, like, I can't go see anybody because my kids are sick. Mm -hmm. I'm sick. Um, Kid can't go to school because Mm -hmm. it was horrible. But then I don't know what happened. Like, I moved my finger and it got rid of it. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just not going to share it. Mm -hmm. Um, it's funny because I actually tried ugh. to make a TikTok a couple days ago yeah. about some shit that I'm not going to get into on here because if I start, I won't stop. Okay. And TikTok was like glitching or whatever and it did not work so I deleted it. But anyway, the moral of the story is like, you know, people people are happy. Like people who show happiness really are, they can be happy, but they're not showing you the misery. Yeah nobody's life is as perfect as Instagram makes it seem. And I just want all of my friends personally that I love and even people that I don't know, if you're listening to this podcast, you need to understand those Instagrams, I I won't go as far as to say that they're fake, but they're not giving you the entire picture. picture. Do you know what I mean? And that's something I have to remind myself of daily when I see these people be posting like, oh my God, my life is so perfect. I have the perfect family, you know, and it just pisses me the fuck off. Like, not that my family is not perfect because I love my family. No, we know what you mean though. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, you're you're not showing us the entire picture. Yeah. So, anyway. Totally, totally. I mean, um, um, and And basically the whole, the whole point of that is, when you're dealing with, you know, your kids being sick and then one or both adults in the family being sick, mm-hmm. your life will be chaos. And it's, that's okay. You you got to survive. Yeah. You're, you're in survival like, mode. It's you okay. are in survival mode. Even and if that's you end up putting shit on your credit card, like, Bruh. you got to <laughs> survive. Yes. You have our permission to survive. Like, you don't even need our permission to survive. No, but, like, you know, just some do people it. really do what just, you gotta freaking do. You know, Hi, baby. Some people really just feel like they can't do things because the judgments and stuff. No, we're saying yes, you can. Do it. Do what you got to do. Do what you need to do. You need a coffee every day? Go get a fucking Starbucks coffee Seriously, just do it. Listen, you're not – there is no way, no way to come out of a sick household Mm -hmm. being completely on top. It's not going to happen. It's impossible. It's not going to happen. So you will get that. You will get back to your routine. You will – Figure out your new normal and do what you need to do to yep. adapt and survive. And we're proud of you because and it's eventually, just hard. It's so and hard. eventually you will see the people that you love when you've been isolated for three weeks. Yeah, look at us now. <laughs> so anyway, Thank I think God. our technical difficulties. Guys, listen, you you listen to this podcast and you may hear some of the glitches, but like you have no idea the we've technical, had a dis- lot of technical difficulties di- we've difficulties this time. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to get more on our regular schedule. Um, <laughs> and yeah, next week will be really exciting. Look at him. Um, Look at him. We, <laughs> he's so cute. He loves you. I know. Because um, you don't love him. He comes it. to me for but love. She's. Just, don't even start with me. Shut your face. You shut your face. You're a hoot and a half. You're so mean to this dog. <laughs> um, everyone have a happy Thanksgiving, even though we're not, you know, we're not doing the whole like Thanksgiving, you know, we. <laughs> no, because like. 
Thanksgiving's a crack of horse shit, a load of horse shit. Yes. Yeah. However. That, I'm not going to get into it. Look right. it up yourself. I just, yourself. Here's how I celebrate it's Thanksgiving. It's whitewashed. <laughs> oh, it's completely whitewashed. Completely but whitewashed. But get together with your family. Be and be thankful for, what, for what you have. That's be that's thankful. how I look at Thanksgiving is I'm yes. just grateful for, for what I have. Look at it for being grateful for what you have. Cherish. I think we think about it the people. same way. We do. 100%. Um, I'm sure a lot of you do too if yeah. you're listening to this podcast. Then you're definitely You probably like, share similar yep. philosophies. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> I wanted to throw that in there in case anyone's just like, oh, happy Thanksgiving. You know Thanksgiving is a terrible actual holiday. Yes. Well, yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But um, that doesn't but mean anyway, you shouldn't be grateful for, for your family. Take and- the opportunity yes. to tell someone you love them. Yes. Please And eat some that. damn good food. Um, Preach. Yeah, and we're super excited. So yeah. thank you for listening, and we can't wait to... Uh, God, I'm so happy to be back. Be back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, go get some freaking sleep. Seriously. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.